All right, welcome everyone to my Friday Live. Uh, today's guest is having a little bit of technical problems, so we're going to uh, make sure that he is able to get in. Uh, he's got an internet outage in his area, and so he's trying to connect through his phone, so it might just be a little tricky, but... Um, before he's able to hop on, though, I want to introduce him because um, I have been a fan of this channel. It is a really great channel um, and you should definitely check it out. So I've actually got a little clip um, queued up that I'm going to pull up here um, so you can see what kind of content uh, my guest today, um, Blake, is doing. So um, let me just show you a little bit. Hopefully. Yeah. So I'm not sure if you were able to hear that. Um, I still, I forget if I was able to pull that audio into it, but um, that's the kind of content that Blake makes. He has this great robot friend and has really fun and entertaining um, videos. So uh, I've got his um his channel linked in the um description of this video so um hopefully he will be able to join us really soon um anyway so his name is blake his little friend um to i think it's called kevin um i will have to ask him if that's a little uh throwback to um well I mean, Saved by the Bell, the robot in Saved by the Bell was Kevin Screech's robot. So um, I think it was Kevin. I might be wrong on that. But anyway, uh, today we're talking about Android and iOS. Um, and we're going to give tips for both platforms. Um, so he does a really good job of um, making sure he gives tips for Android devices and for Apple devices. Um, so that is kind of his, um, that's kind of where he focuses a bit, but he does venture out into other um, tech um, areas here. I'll, um, while we're waiting for him, I'll actually just kind of pull up his whole stream here. Um, and you can see he's got um, all sorts of different videos, you know, so how to install screen protectors um because that's a huge one a lot of people um have a problem with that um uh, he does have a lot of apple content so we will definitely talk about that but um i i saw some videos with you know kindle how to install um how to install the google play store on your kindle and things like that so he's got a really broad range of videos and um really fun and I can't wait to talk to him but let's see if he is able to join us yeah oh here he is can you hear me now at all there he is oh. yes I do hear you wonderful sorry about that. it's <laughs> been a hectic day it's all good I understand we know when I lose internet it's like I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> it's, yeah, I woke up this morning and the entire country, we're all on this main provider and the entire country is down right now. So banks are down, their stores are down, like everyone using this is just completely messed up. So it's been a, a wild morning trying to figure this out. So I'm here now. I apologize <laughs> for the technical difficulties, but I'm happy to be here, excited. 
Yeah, no worries. Thank you. I was just kind of introducing you and your channel, but if you want to kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and and let us know about your channel. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so uh, my name is Blake. Uh, I run a channel called Time for Tech. Uh, my channel now is about uh, a little over a year old. Uh, so it more or less was, it started off as more um, more of a project. Uh, I have I've always, always been a person who's uh, kind of dealt with anxiety and confidence issues over the years and uh, wanted something that would challenge me and help me uh, break outside of that. And then during the COVID season, that was kind of heightened and this kind of birthed from there. So uh, I've always been a person too that's never really had that one true passion, but uh, this tech has always been something that I've enjoyed. So it was just a natural transition. A lot of what I watch on YouTube is tech uh, and that sort of thing. So um, started my channel and thought uh, it started very serious. Uh, and I thought I need to have more fun with this. So a lot of my content is pretty goofy. Um, yeah, I, I know you showed it. Which I really like. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, now it's I I enjoy smartphones. It's kind of been around that area. So uh, these days I, I do my best to help. I've always been the tech guru, guru in my family. I help my friends, family, that sort of thing. So just natural <laughs> finishing there. So um, if not, I get to questions through video. I send to them, like, you deal with it, you figure it out. But that's kind of the heart of the channel is I really want to help people who love tech but don't really know fully what they're getting themselves into, get the most out of it, get longevity out of it. Um, who cares about specs? Let's just tell you if it's good or not, that sort of thing. So, yeah. Do you have, like, an animation background or anything? Because I – I, yeah, mean, yeah, I love that, your little robot friend. So that's <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So Ke Kevin, Kevin's my uh, my robot. Um, I I am right now. I'm experimenting outside of Kevin just a little bit to see just how the audience reacts. Um, but I went to school for animation actually for uh, three years. Yeah. So um, I do have experience in that. Uh, the software that I use is called uh, Character Animator. It's Adobe. So it actually does a lot of the heavy lifting for me. So I developed the character myself, but. It uses motion tracking through uh, my webcam to kind of help uh, with any of the movements, um, as well as um, uh, it does do its best to try to map the mouthing shapes to what I'm saying. But luckily with my background, I can kind of tweak. It's not perfect, but it does help me get the animation done quickly. So. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, and I have to invite people on as, for somebody to interact with. So um, you've got a naturally built in <laughs> yeah. somebody to interact with. So that's really fun. Um, I was saying that um, Screech's robot friend in Saved by the Bell was named Kevin. Is that any basis oh, really? for your robot friend's name? No, anything? no, actually, I didn't. I didn't know that. It just uh, it's a running joke with my friends. We always. I don't name stuff Kevin. We had nicknames for people who just call him Kevin. It was just like, I just needed a name. I'm like, I just want something silly. It was the first thing that came to my mind. I'm like, yeah. everyone asks why. I'm like, there's no real reason. Otherwise, it just it makes you ask why and it sounds funny, but that's just the reason <laughs> for it. So oh awesome. Now you're gonna have to go back and watch some Save by the Bell episodes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely like in the earlier seasons. So okay. like, you know, go season one or season two. I'm a I'm a big uh Save by the Bell buff, you know. I'm ah, right, okay. Now, yeah. So. I used to watch it. It's been a long time, but yeah, yep, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, that's my that's my gen genre or my uh you know, like my my childhood. So. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a child of the early nineties, eighties. Um, well, awesome. Thank you for that. Um, so I've got some questions that I kind of, um, sent you ahead of time, but if you've got anything you want to, you know, go off of on that too, you know, definitely feel free. Sure. Um, so 
the first question I've got uh, is what is your favorite setting on Android and on iOS that most people don't know about? Yeah, so there's one that actually, it's funny, my friend told me the other day, she just found out about this setting on her iPhone. She had no idea about it and I already knew about it. But uh, <laughs> actually on the on the back of your iPhone, I think anything iOS uh, 10 or newer, you can tap the back of your iPhone and you can set it up to open certain apps, do certain things, screenshots, that sort of thing. So I have it sit right now for, I double tap and I like using Google Assistant more than Siri. So I'll double tap that and Google <laughs> I, Assistant pop up. You're so smart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I figured you'd like that. <laughs> yeah, so, and then I triple tap as well and I'll pull up uh, I got a QR code for my Wi-Fi to help friends kind of jump on quickly as well too. So I have that built through the shortcuts and then map to this. So that also helps there. And then, um, yeah, so you can do so much with that. You can take screenshots with it as well. Um, it's a fun feature. People don't really realize that's there. Um, and I didn't know, I kind of found it, I think browsing YouTube one day actually. So, um, and on Android, uh, I knew you have to be a really, you can access the developer options on Android as well. Uh, it's kind of hidden, but it gives you a lot more control over what's happening on your phone. So, um, and I'll look into this later, but battery saving, but you can actually adjust the animations of in and out of apps, um, with that as well too, to speed it up, slow it down. Uh, that just kind of helps the load of what's happening on your your device. And um, you can actually even force dark mode on everything, even apps that don't support it. So it's always a bit glitchy. I did it on my work phone, actually. And um, there are icons that are naturally black that I can't see. So I have to go back, but it's a fun <laughs> that way. <laughs> um, and then I like displaying sometimes even the GPU and the CPU usage. Sometimes it'll show you that as well, too. And you can monitor how your phone's doing as well. But that's just kind of... Those are some of the hitting settings that people don't really realize, but they are there. Yeah. Yeah. So you broke up a little bit, but I, from context, oh. I understood what you were saying, but developer mode, right? Is yes, that what developer, you were Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, awesome. Yeah. I, I love both of those features. So uh, I do have like, so I, I get on iPhone's case a lot, but I do have an iPhone. Right. Um, but it's, I, I definitely don't use this as my daily driver. But okay. so speaking of, um, I'm going to skip ahead for just a second. Mm -hmm. And um, which one is your primary phone and <laughs> why did you choose that platform? I think I already know the answer. I know. Yeah. No, I already knew the answer before yeah. I invited you on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I am a, an iPhone user um, and there are reasons for it. So I, my first uh, smartphone experience was actually the iPhone 3GS. So that was my first experience outside. I think before that I had like, I think it was called an LG rumor. So very, uh, you just slide out and keyboard and stuff on that. Right. Um, so iPhone just what I knew when I started. Um, I did switch to a Samsung Galaxy S3 when that first came out. That was my sure. first experience with a, an Android. And that was a terrible experience. I I, I, <laughs> I just found the it was a lot slower. Uh, things just kept crashing on me. And that was the early days of Android. I will say now right. things Obviously. are a lot better. Um, yeah. So the switch has always been difficult to kind of go back to. Um, and I have a naturally a lot of Apple products over the years. Now I am like right now I'm on my my gaming PC, but uh, uh, I I do use both. Uh, I am slowly kind of leaving somewhat the apple ecosystem a little bit but that's what kind of held me in there is things just kind of work so well together that sure. sort of thing yeah. um it was easy a lot of my friends apple users so when it came to iMessage a lot easier a lot of international friends right. a lot easier to, to contact that way there are other apps like whatsapp you can use and such but uh, i just yeah. found um getting people to kind of jump on those kind of wagons is always more difficult 
Yeah. Mind you, sure. I will say the like I have been like I have a um, OnePlus Seven Pro here that I use for all my filming. Actually, all my videos are filmed on this. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, so I I do enjoy this phone more. I think at the same time I got I had found this for a good price. Um, I'd also got my Apple Watch at the same time. I'm at the point now. I know Google's think, trying to work on a uh, Pixel Watch. So once mm-hmm. that's released, that might turn me over completely <laughs> to uh, try experimenting outside of Apple because it's not that I'm against yeah. Android these days. There's lots of great phones. Um, For sure. I have no issues with this one. Uh, just Apple has kind of served me well over the years. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like, and honestly, I'm not the kind of person who like, you know, I do make fun of Apple people for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, like there have been times where I have recommended um, an iPhone to people because right. I'm like, okay, well, you know, for your needs, I would recommend an iPhone. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's about the technology. It's not yeah. good. Like it's not right for me, but it could be right for you. And that's totally fine. Um, I just don't like people who are just like, well, I just got it because it's better. I'm like, uh, no. well, yeah. how do you There's know it's better? To that. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So like, it might be better for you and that's totally mm-hmm. fine. But like, I just would rather people do the research and like figure out which platform would actually be better for them. Absolutely. And then, yeah. yeah. So um, like my brother-in-law is an example. Um he like you know told me his needs i was like eh, well you probably an iphone is probably good for you but yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah so i i don't hate on everybody i just want them to like be informed that's yeah that's absolutely i think people thing. aren't aware i think most people just want their phone to, to just work out of the gate it depends on what right. you want your phone to do if you want yeah. more customization that sort of thing android's gonna be your better bet apple has yeah. made somewhat steps towards it but it's not great right um but yeah android there's a lot more and even just apps wise like there's way more apps for android especially free ones that you can get that you just can't get an iphone so that's the advantage there so it's all depending on what you're looking for that sort of thing yeah no totally agree um so we know that you love an iphone what is the your favorite most used apps on your phone yeah so outside of social media uh which is mostly i'd say most of my uh apps that i use on my iPhone, which is the um, recently I've one I tell everyone to get now. Uh, I'd say like maybe a couple months ago, uh, I got hacked. My Instagram got hacked into. Uh, oh yeah. no! So it taught me a lot about password security and um, yeah. two-factor <laughs> authentication. So I got it back. I, I do was preach that. I do yeah. preach that wholeheartedly. Yeah. Two-factor authentication think- on everything. <laughs> I think I got lazy with it after a while, but uh, I was relentless, got it back. Um, but now I use Google Authenticator as my um, for all my passwords. So that'll just yeah. generate every uh, 30 seconds to a minute, a new code that will yeah. allow me to log in. So a lot safer, a lot more confident now with that. Um, yeah, for sure. When it comes to, so actually a lot of my family, so I use iPhone, my whole family uses Android. Um, oh, so when fun. it comes to like keeping taps on each other, we use an app called Life360. So okay, I can yeah. track them and see where they're going. Um, I, I get notifications if they come to my house. It's just, it's a nice way to keep people safe. So um, a friend of mine started using it. Uh, they had a family member, member pass in a, uh, in a car accident a couple years ago. So they use that to kind of make sure they can keep an eye on each other. So um, they started using that. 
another one, LastPass. So now that I've started using long <laughs> passwords. Um, and so more I, secure passwords, yeah. different passwords for yes. every platform. Yes. Good. Yes. You're doing uh, all the good things. Yes. I've yeah. definitely made a huge change. Got a VPN, everything. Like I like freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but LastPass is huge. So that's uh, yeah. everything app. Um, Password wise, I'll store on there. And the nice thing is it really helps you. Like it's, I like anything cross-platform Android and iPhone. Um, I don't like apps that are just single use only. Um, yeah. So I can use it on every platform that I do use. Um, and it just helps me quickly log into stuff, make sure my passes are secure and I know where they, what they are because now that everything's different, you will forget which passcode is for which. Um, right, right. So that's probably the ones that I use the most too. And then uh, I play guitar as well. So I have one that I use every day called Guitar okay. Tuna. So. I used to carry a little oh, cartoon with me all the time, but that one's yeah. meant to have my iPhone for sure. So, oh, I'll have to check that one out. My my husband plays guitar. I do not, but oh, right. um, I am not musical whatsoever. Oh, really? I, yeah, <laughs> but he's a musician. Like, so he plays bass, right? Okay. And like, and loves music and everything. And like, and I can't even like hear music really. Like, I I can hear the song, but I can't pick out like parts of it. Right. You know, like I'm definitely tone deaf, like for <laughs> sure. Tone deaf. Like if you've ever heard me try and sing, it is not a good look. Um, I'm sure you're being you know, hard on yourself, but. Oh, no, 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 no. Like we'll be sitting there like singing at church or something. And and my husband will be like, those are the notes you think they are, are they? Okay. Yeah, actually, so I, I use mine sure. for uh, my church as well. So I, I use, that's where I use guitar app most of the time for that. So, and there's another app I use for church <laughs> called On Song, which we also use to kind of uh, uh, keep, keep, have all my song lists into. But yeah. see, see, everyone's heard you sing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's actually my sister. So. Oh, is it? <laughs> Awesome. So she actually has heard me sing and she's just as bad. So I'm going to throw her <laughs> under the bus. She sounds just as bad as I do. So, yeah, I got lucky. Half my, so my dad's side of the family can, they're all very musical. My mom's side of the family, not so much. So she can't sing a lick. My dad's yeah. family instruments singing. So I got that side, which is great. Works great for yeah. church. But other than that, uh, yeah. So. <laughs> so guitar, what would you say? What it was called? T tuna? Or Yeah, it's like tuna, like the fish, like guitar tuna. That's funny. That's yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'm going to check. have to check that one out. Yeah. Awesome. Um, those are all great apps. I, I love LastPass as well. Um, that's where I store. And I love that you said that it's, um, you know, operating system agnostic because, you know, if you're trying to store everything in your Google account or if you're storing everything in your iCloud account, that's going to be difficult if you go over to your PC and you don't have yeah. access to those passwords. So right. yeah, definitely something that's not that branded is an important thing. Um, Absolutely. Important thing to use. Um, and yeah, and I get approached all the time for like people who want me to talk about like different apps and things. And I'm like, Oh, uh, I see that it's not available for Android. I'm not going to talk about it until it's available for both. So, mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. Um, so what is your favorite feature that is exclusive to one platform? So I want to hear one for iOS and one for Android. Absolutely. I'll start with Android first, because this is probably the one thing that I, I wish iPhone had more of, but I get it'll, it'll never happen. But sure. um, the fact that we can use launchers on Android, um, mm -hmm. I love that you can make like Android, you can personalize it to be whatever you want to be. You can make it look different from every other phone. Like everyone's, for iPhone, it's like, it'll always look similar. Yeah. Um, there are ways to kind of get around it. But again, it's very janky and does not work well. 
Uh, <laughs> unless you want to like completely jailbreak and hack your phone, which I don't right, think right. you can break it that way. But uh, with Android, it's just native. So um, there's yeah. lots of different uh, launchers, which is just like a theme pack you can download off the App Store. And then you can even tune that even more so to what you want it to be. So I did a video on my channel where I took um, a Samsung phone and I made it look uh, like stock Android. So a Pixel completely. Oh, sure. Um, so a lot of people just, I, I find that's the one downfall with, I mean, everyone, Android is because it, it's used by so many carriers and so many different companies. They uh, add their own bloatware, their own kind of layers right. to it. Their own um, skin, yeah. Yeah, stock Android is just very, uh, I like the look of it. It's very simple. So I know a lot of people who are looking to like, they didn't like Android because it looked, just looked terrible. So uh, right. the fact <laughs> you can do that and make it look however you want, there's lots, you can even make your own icon packs and upload it. Like there's, there's so many things you can do. So that to me, that was the best feature about Android and what I, I, I enjoy the most about it. And if you yeah. get bored, switch it up, you know, it's that kind of thing too. So right. Uh, with iOS, and this is this is one this is one reason why I find it so hard to leave. But the one feature is probably um, with iMessage, <laughs> and uh, yeah. I, I did a video as <laughs> well on how to use iMessage on your Android. There are ways around it. Again, it's not the it's most super to, janky. <laughs> yeah, not the most fun to set up, but uh, yeah. when it works, it's great. So um, that's just the, I think that's for anybody across the board you talk to that is kind of glued to Android uh, to Apple. It's going to be iMessage kind of holds in in that spot um just because that's actually yeah 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 that's true for a lot of teenagers too like the mm -hmm. main reason teenagers want an iphone is because of iMessage so yeah. all of their friends have iMessage and yeah. they get made fun of because of the green bubbles yeah. and you know yeah. then they want the iMessage so yeah, yeah that's a it's a huge one for apple for sure they for sure yeah they, I, me I mentioned that in my video as well there was that was kind of a story behind of what i was teaching there because um i had saw some videos talking about how people were getting i think it was around the same time people were getting bullied pretty heftily around having an true. android phone over an iphone and just yeah. hearing the stories it was just like it's it's silly to think that's come to that route but yeah. um it's just a nice way to like if you have the, the means to do it to set it up in a way where like you can have iMessage on your Android, but I wish it wasn't the case where it was such a exclusive thing. Like there's to me these days, I, I, and at least in my generation, like it's to someone have an Android and iPhone, like we kind of laugh at each other, but it's not like it's a big deal where it's become culturally kind of like a big deal in one way, but yeah. Yeah, I'll find that video and I'll link it directly in the description because that I know a lot of parents would love that. Um, I, I will say the caveat, which I'm, I haven't done it myself, so you can correct me if I'm wrong. You do have to have an Apple device yeah, somewhere yeah. in your house in order for that to work. Yeah, so uh, yeah. you can you can get um, cheaper like Mac Minis, which is a little box. Uh, it it kind of acts as a service, but it, just, it receives the message and then pings it to your phone. So that has to be running all right. the time. So it's not yeah. great, but, but it does work. Yeah, yeah, awesome. So I'll definitely, I'll link that video in the description. So if you guys want to check out that video specifically, um, that, that sounds great. But yeah, I totally agree with you um, on iMessage. That is definitely something that they've got down really well. I think, I think it is um, a good platform that they've created. I wish that they would either open up RCS or, mm -hmm. um, yeah. or create, like they can just create an Android app. That's iMessage. Like, if, if they could just do that, like, you know, it's a lot of these problems would, right. I mean, if people are still locked into iMessage, they'll still probably want an iPhone, you know, it, but anyway, that's, yeah. 
that's neither here nor there. Um, my favorite, my favorite, um, is widgets. Like I love mm -hmm. that I can just like, I'm on my phone and I can just like check off my to-do list, like right yeah. there. I don't have to like open anything. I can just like interact with apps, like directly on the phone. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. That's me. Okay. So let's dig into what is your favorite phone accessory? Yeah. So, uh, I'll get into this again, again a little bit later, but uh, right now I'd say the one main thing that I like having, especially these days, is a wireless charger for my phones. Oh, um, sure. I don't like plugging my phone in most times. It's just a lot easier to toss it on something and then not have to worry about it. Yeah. So it's they they really are incredible. Um, again, they are they do have some downfalls, and I know one of the questions there I'll kind of mention it, but uh, that's probably my my must have. I have one in every room in my house. It's just a lot more, a lot easier to have around. So, and they don't break as easy. Like all my charging cords after a while will just stop working. Right. It's a lot easier to just put on the charging pad and just have it go. So yeah, yeah. for sure. No, that's awesome. I totally, like, I love wireless chargers. I, I would say my favorite accessory is my smartwatch. I use a Garmin. Uh, yeah. Um, but um, obviously, if you use an iPhone, uh, an Apple Watch is probably the best way to go. Yeah. But um, I do a lot of running and everything. And so, mm -hmm. um, like, even though I use a Samsung, um, I use a Garmin watch because um, I, just, I love the Garmin so much more. Right, right. Now it's good. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, next one is, what is a mistake that you see a lot of people making on their phone? Yeah, this is a lot of my friends, too. Uh like when they get their phones they do not put uh screen protectors on them yes and, uh, <laughs> it's a biggest peeve of mine i'm like it's not that hard to get one you can get them fairly cheap now and it's like it will save you tons of money like a ten dollar protector will save. like one of my friends i've replaced hers got like 10 times i swear like <laughs> she just but if she didn't have it her phone would be ruined like by probably by now for sure right yeah like my um your most recent video is about screen protectors yeah. i was just looking yeah. um but yeah, I was actually in, um, so I live in Utah and, um, we were in, um, like Zion area, like, uh, national park. So there's a lot of like rocks and everything. And I dropped my phone and it legit landed like right on a rock, like right like that. But I had a glass screen protector on yeah. it cracked the glass screen protector but I just had to pull that off and my screen yeah. was perfectly fine. Yeah. So they, they do wonders. And they're so much easier to put on these. Like I know when uh, smartphones first came out, we had those plastic screen protectors to put on and they were so hard to put on because getting the bubbles out yeah. and the dirt out was difficult. These yeah. things are so much easier to put on. Like it's it takes me five minutes as opposed to 15, 20 to put it on as those old ones were. But yeah, a lot of my friends yeah. just don't use them or if they don't use a case too, like yeah. To me, it's like so risky. Like his phones aren't cheap. Yeah. Like you really want to go without yeah. a case on there. But some of my friends' phones are just like completely ruined. So I don't know how they do it, but it just drives me nuts. <laughs> I totally, totally agree. Yeah. And that's the same thing. Like when I got my S22, the case actually came in the mail before the phone came in the mail. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. Like I won't have to, you know, but if I do get a phone before like the case comes, I'm like, yeah, same thing. Same <laughs> thing. <laughs> I'm like, I can't touch it till my case is here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, totally agree. That that's a great one. Um, 
So now here's um, a tip that you've probably already done a video on, but if you'd like to just let us know, how can you make your battery last longer? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Big one everybody wants to know about. Yeah, I'll I'll just start with what I mentioned before, the wireless charging. So as great as wireless charging is, uh, it it can be damaging to your phone uh, just because uh, it does generate a lot of heat on the back mm. of your phone. So yeah. heat to a battery uh, will kill the, kill its life a, a lot quicker. Um, sure. So it's always, it's uh, as much as I don't do it, it's always recommended to plug your phone in because it keeps your phone yeah. cooler. I mean, wireless <laughs> charging also is not super quick. It's the, probably one of the slowest ways to charge your phone. Yeah. Uh, mind you, uh, there are a lot of fast chargers you can buy for your phones too that plug in, but that can also, that's a lot of heat being generated for your battery too, right? So, right. Um, and again, uh, even cases, as as much as I love them, uh, that traps in heat, bad for your oh, phone. Sure. So that just degrades and speeds up the process of, of killing your battery pretty quickly. But um, another one is, uh, this one's pretty common and I, I'm bad for this these, these days, uh, closing apps when you're done. Uh, yes. Sometimes I don't always do it. <laughs> I'm the the worst. reason I don't always do it though is because um, sometimes having the, ba- the app stay open in the background, it's quicker to load next time. So unless you're really, really done with it, like go ahead and close it. But having those running in the background will obviously like they're doing various things, running various processes. Like it's just going to drain your battery faster throughout the day. Um, Oh, GPS and location tracking. So choose which apps specifically you want them to be on for. If you have it on for every app or apps that don't need it, um, that's just it's just it's going to drain your battery. Your phone's going to constantly send out signals of where it is. The apps are going to look for it. Like it's just, it's not needed unless it's absolutely like for maybe for your Google maps or whatever, you'll, you'll need that. But sure. there were, I went through my phone and there were apps that was asking for it. I'm like, there's no, no need for you to, to track right. Plus it's creepy. Like you don't need, to know. <laughs> you don't need to know. You don't know yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's, that's one thing. Uh, dark mode. Um, I, I love dark mode. I just, I find it easier on my eyes. Um, if you have any newer phones and especially the higher end phones, the type of, dis- of screens they use are called OLEDs or AMOLEDs. Um, so the advantage of having dark mode um, turned on is whatever's black on your phone will actually be fully black. So those pixels are turned off completely. So if I have a text message going through, that's all, it's all in dark mode, all the letters that are lit up, that's the only pixels that are on the screen. Everything else is fully black. So it actually looks a lot nicer when it comes to colors and stuff on your screen too, but it just saves your battery because your battery, your phone's not trying to light up everything at once. It's just letting up what it needs to. Um, and then even putting a, like a dark wallpaper on your phone too, will even help. Some people go to that extreme where they'll put everything possibly dark on their phone that they can to make sure that it's not working as hard as it needs to. Um, cause the one downfall of OLED screens and such too, is if you have things too bright all the time, it can create burning in your screen. So sure. what that is, is, um, if your screen's too bright all the time, like you can actually, like I, I bought a, a used iPhone once. I Luckily it was under warranty still, but the, uh, <laughs> all the icons were like burned into the, into the screen itself. So I could be on Facebook. I could see my whole entire home screen on there just from, it was burnt in from right. the guy who was using before had it cranked all the way up. Wow. So, um, yeah, it can be damaging that way. Uh, oh, data, data is also quite a big battery drainer. Yeah. when you can use wi-fi uh so if you're home on your on your wi-fi turn your data off because it's going to be in the background uh some phones will use that to help it's uh help load stuff faster if you're um trying to open facebook and the wi-fi is not great and it, it'll pull that sure. in it's just it's just those small 
and again, I'm not great at it. I'll leave it on, but it's yeah. those small things that will make a difference. Um, notifications. Uh, and I, I think I do this these, these days out of more of annoyance because I'll have apps notify me about stuff that I don't need you to talk to me about a certain right. deal on Amazon right now. Like I just want to, <laughs> I just need to know who's texting me, but having those running in the background, it's just going to be again, more of a battery drainer people. Like uh, it, it's just going to tell you things that you don't need to know. Um, it's going to be looking for things to tell you when it doesn't need to, like, it's just extra energy for no reason. Um, yeah. and then the last thing, and this one's more for, for Apple, uh, the nice thing is they have a feature called optimized uh, battery charging. So, um, if that's turned on in your phone, you can, it, it'll actually know, like I'll put my phone on the charger for the night and it won't charge past 80% until it needs to. So it doesn't want to overcharge my, your battery because the more you charge your phone, obviously the worse it's going to get, um, it's going to, it's going to die off. So this kind of helps ease the energy into your phone and won't overcharge it so that uh, you can get longevity. And I've seen videos or, or, or articles online of people, um, who've done a lot of these tips and various others and their battery health have stayed in the high nineties or a hundred after like a couple of years, just cause they've been insanely like, you know, on top of making sure the battery health stays really good because it's not fun when your battery lasts, you know, two hours or um, you have to go get it replaced. A lot of people will upgrade their phones because the battery's not great, which um, you can get it replaced for a lot cheaper than buying a new phone, but it's just, uh, sure. yeah. So that sort of thing. So it's always worth trying to figure out ways to make your battery last longer. Plus, I mean, no one wants their phone to die midday. It's not fun. right. Yeah. <laughs> I know you got to start carrying like a battery pack around with you. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And what he said, um, a lot of my re or readers, um, I come from blogging world, so. <laughs> uh, but a lot of the viewers don't understand necessarily what you were talking about with the turning the GPS and location tracking off. And he's not talking about turning it off for the entire phone. He's talking about turning it off for specific apps. So mm -hmm. what you would need to do is go into the settings of um, just the phone and yep. then go into the app settings and look at those permissions that that app has and yeah. turn it off there. It yeah. can be a little lengthy of a process. So I'm, so I'm like, oh, yeah. I have to go through each app and turn off yeah. all. Because I mean, immediately when we download an app, a lot of people will just allow all, allow all. Right, but like, right. Yeah, when you get an app, just make sure you turn off what needs to be turned off. There's apps that don't need to know your data doesn't need to know, you know, where you are, what you're doing, that kind of thing. It's just, yeah, yeah, just be aware of that too. I think it's just privacy and stabilized too. It's just nice to have those things turned off. I don't need it. So. Yeah, for sure. And a lot of people, um, you can turn that off for your photo app too. And then that will take it out of any metadata for your photos so that, you know, if you share your photo with somebody, you know, I, I talk about this a lot with, you know, teenagers, you know, if teenager is talking to somebody they don't know, they share a photo with somebody they don't know, that person could look at the metadata of that photo and find out exactly where they live. So, yeah. um, it's definitely a good idea to turn location off for, for specific apps for that reason as well. Right. Yeah. It's because even, even on iPhone, I think in my photos app, if I take a picture, it'll tell me even which lens I use on my phone, where it was taken, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. that sort of thing too. Right. So they, they take, they take a lot of information you don't realize. And I think I learned that pretty scarily when I was doing that video the one time I was like, hey, there's <laughs> a lot here that Apple doesn't need to have from me. So I'll just turn it off. Yeah. 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 There's, there's a lot of information that a lot of apps don't need yeah. <laughs> to get from you. Um, I, I, we have another comment just, she was on the river for six days. Um, so powered down every night, put it on airplane mode and closed all the apps. I think that's a, um, 
I, I, I'd be curious if it lasted the whole six days. That is. Um, that'd be that'd be impressive. <laughs> it would be super impressive. So yeah. you'll have to, Amy Ross Kelly, you have to let us know if it lasted all six days. Um, all right. So any tips for phone addiction? And this yeah. is for like yourself and if you're you know dealing with kids or anything like that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think that first and foremost, like none of the, none, nothing's going to work unless you're being uh, super intentional about trying to uh, wean yourself off of being addicted to your phone or even your kids and stuff. And then even having accountability because I can delete an app and then download it two days later, like, and nothing will change. Right. So right. those are the two biggest things you sh you're going to need. And it's funny because, um, I mean, since smartphones have been around, no one's realized what it would do to our lives. And as much as I love smartphones, it, it can be bad. Like I, I do see some of my anxiety and confidence issues over the years stem from certain apps or watching certain people. Sure. Like I, I compare myself, even YouTube channel wise to other people and being like, Oh, why isn't like, and it's just like, it's one of those mindset shifts that we've just kind of developed from being bombarded with so much over the years. Right. So yeah, yeah being, being intentional and having, and setting realistic goals, knowing, you know, like I wouldn't say quit cold Turkey on every app. If you're addicted to yeah. all these apps, delete right. one at a time. And I've done that. I think last year sure. I got to a point where like, I just needed to take a break from someone I would delete. I deleted one for a bit. Uh, found myself not using it as much which was great. Tried another one, that sort of thing, just to kind of slowly take it off. Otherwise it's going to be so difficult. You're going to crash and they're going to want to go back to it. But, for sure. Uh, with Apple, uh, there are some nice, I think the one nice thing now is I think these companies are realizing how much it's affecting our lives. So they're trying to put things in place to try to help us out. So you'll have yeah. screen time with Apple where you can set certain limits on apps, can do restrict right. apps. Uh, we have focus mode on Apple too. So uh, one of the biggest distractions while trying to do any work is your phone going off. So you can turn on a focus mode and have it set up so that only certain apps can reach you, certain people can reach you, that sort of thing. So you can actually focus on what you're trying to do. For me, if I'm working on a YouTube video, I'll put my phone in a different room. That way it's not near yeah. me. I don't want to I don't want to because I will go right. on it in the first two right, seconds. Right, right. Um, like, oh, wait. Like, I, yeah, I and you don't even realize that's how bad it is. Yeah. That's how scary it is. Like, I don't even know I grabbed it, and I'll be on even TikTok and be like, oh, I, when did I grab this, right? It's just, right. Yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. So um, what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah, uh, I would. I, this is an idea I even had, too. Like, if you had, a, like, a designated charging station in your house too where you can only charge in that certain area that way if your phone is done for the night like you want to charge it overnight put it downstairs that way it's not in your room you can't wake right. up in the middle of the night and check it uh, that sort sure. of thing um and even setting schedules i know my sister she has four kids um she has time limits on when they can use their their tablets because she doesn't want them to be like and they they will they're excited to use them um for so sure. she tries to make sure they're outside as much as they can um, yeah. but at the same time, you can't really shelter the kids from technology completely because it's such a Amen. big part of our lives. Right. So, yeah. um, yeah. So I, I, I say having, you know, time limits on that schedules on that just to make sure. And I think a fun one too, and I've never done this and I've seen in videos of people or, or photos, but people will do, if they go to a restaurant, they'll put their phones in the middle. First one to grab it pays the bill, right? That's just yeah, yeah. things. Yeah. So there's various things, but I think it always, it's going to come down to, um, what your goals are, your expectations are, um, make it realistic, be intentional, have accountability around it. So, oh, those are all super great. Um, and you said something, and then I, oh, focus mode. I'm like, you said something that I wanted to mention, and then I couldn't remember what it was. But <laughs> funny enough, it was focus mode. <laughs> <laughs> 
But um, I know on uh, the announcement for iOS 16, focus mode is getting some really cool improvements that I was actually really impressed with Apple on um, with like some really easy to use switching on the home screen between mm -hmm. the different focus modes. Um, yeah. And I thought that was some really cool features that they announced. Yeah, because it'll take over your phone completely. Like you, you can have, I can activate a work focus mode and then all that will be on my screen will just be the certain apps that I need to be there. Everything else will be gone so that I can't go and open them, right? So um, yeah. I know another thing too, and this even works, uh, I, for, I had a roommate who um, had, wanted some accountability around a certain situation and he said, uh, so he couldn't download any certain apps without my, I, I knew the passcode so he could download the apps for it. So oh, sure, it, yeah. it, was, it was that sort of thing too, that maybe having somebody else do that having somebody else help you so i think the biggest thing is um that i think the reason we want these things is for mental health reasons because well safety safety for us from keeping us safe from certain people and, and scenarios but uh, I, I just see it affecting so many of my friends myself and people and um the addiction is real and we really don't need to be controlled by it. So these things are supposed to help us, not us serve them, right? right. Kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I say this a lot too, is, you know, parental controls aren't just for kids. Like you can set parental controls on mm -hmm. yourself and yeah, and have some sort of accountability partner that will help keep you, you know, accountable. Cause I could just, you know, go in and override my parental controls. But if yeah. I've got somebody there that like has the password, that's going to yeah. help me stick to that, you know, a little that's bit. That's the hard part of being an adult. I think we just have right. so much control over our own lives that, yeah, we forget right. that we need help too. Right. So. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so really good points. Um, and then you're talking about Apple's screen time. Android has the same kind of thing with digital well-being. That's something you can set for yourself. Um, but if it's for kids, you can set up a Google Family link. Um, so they both have that kind of um, platform. So mm -hmm. this actually segues really nicely into the next uh, question I've got. And what are your thoughts on parental controls on, available for both platforms? Yeah, on, honestly, it's funny. I never really put too much thought into uh, what was available on both platforms. So uh, I was doing some digging, trying to find uh, even on YouTube videos and everything that came up was you. So that was great. <laughs> You're doing a okay. great job. <laughs> No, I, I think uh, I think the one thing is I, from the looks of it, it's, it's there. I think people again, people are realizing the effect it's having on us as people. Um, so I think uh, we're slowly getting different things to come out and help us control uh, what's happening as best we can. But I think sure. the awareness of what what's there is missing. So I, I again, I didn't know what was available yeah. until I watched your video. Right. So that's where yeah. you're, you're serving your audience, which is great. So um, I think uh, it'd be nice for these companies to make it more aware to people like, oh, you can do this to help keep your kids safe, that for sort sure. of thing too. It just, I just, it's more of awareness. I think, I think the things are there. And also, um, I was listening to your, I was watching your uh, one about um, the Android, all the various apps you use for your Android to kind of keep tabs on things. Um, sure. I think the one thing I would say is uh, having too many apps can be. Uh, a little too many, too much for people to want to handle and you know, download and control that kind of thing, right? So, if these, sure. if, and if if these companies come up with their own app, that would be like, oh, you can do all these things in one, you know, or certain apps specifically. That I think too much can be too overwhelming for some people, but absolutely uh, making yeah. it as simple as possible, yeah. So, 
Yeah, that's some questions I get asked a lot. Like, okay, you have all of these different apps, like what order am I supposed to install these on? And like, how do I set all this up? And like, which one's gonna do which yeah. part of it, you know? Yeah. Cause there really isn't one like, you know, holy grail app that can do everything. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I don't think that will ever be a thing um, just because of the different layers. Like, so I can see stuff that mm. happening on the Wi-Fi or like I can control things from the Wi-Fi that I can't control like on the phone itself, you know, and things like that. So yeah. I, I don't know that we'll ever get a, like a Holy Grail application like that, yeah. but it would sure be nice. Well, that's why we <laughs> had people like you to help us with that, right? So right. we have all the answers. So yeah, for sure. Just been doing it for a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good that you're figuring it out too. Cause I mean, like I said, every video came up with you. So it's, it's nice that you have the, the time and the willpower to go and search for those things and care for people, people's safety, which is, which is huge. Right. So there's a lot of people who need that and don't realize that they can do that. So. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, not to toot my own horn, um, <laughs> but my, my big platform is like, you know, there's a lot of people out there that, are trying to scare parents and like try and say hey just take it all away and things like that and that's not what i'm about like i want to empower parents to be yep. able to you know give kids access to these really great tools there's a really a lot of cool things that can happen with technology yeah. Yeah. um and if you're just gonna like shelter them from it it's you know yeah I, I just, with the way the world's moving it's everything is becoming more and more technology driven and as bad as yeah. social media can be it does have a lot of good benefits too right so we can't For sure. just throw them out because of the some of the cons too like i mean look at youtube of what we're, what we're able to do right like that's right, the social yeah. media itself right so to shut yeah. it all out would shelter some really great creators from hopping on the platform that kind of thing so and yeah. career-wise for the future there's so many things that's going to be available to hold back kids from being able to kind of live their passions through what they can do online is to me is more damaging than just hiding them from everything for their safety. Right. So we have to learn how to live with it, but understand how to balance with it. Right. So. Yeah, for sure. I couldn't have said it better. Um, well, so speaking of that, like future, what do you think is in store for the future on both platforms? Yeah. So, I think honestly, right now, I think we're at a plateau for smartphones in a lot of ways. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like they just like, keep getting faster and like yeah. that's about the best they can do. I think you can see the fatigue in people or even in companies too. Like yeah. you can see Apple. Um, I, I can see in their like newer, newer events, like their, their focus now is more on health than it is even just on their, their technology because I think everyone's getting a point yeah. where they're even Facebook, now Meta, like they're getting bored right. with what they're doing, right? It's like, how much more can I do? <laughs> So they're yeah. kind of looking for new avenues to kind of experiment. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a plateau. I think th at this point, it's hard to buy a bad phone. Even the budget right. ones totally run agree. extremely well. Um, camera yeah. wise, like I am I am not a huge camera person. At smartphones, I could care less about the camera on the smartphone. Yeah. Um, some people are really picky. To me, they all look the same. Unless it really yeah. looks bad, then you can tell the difference. But it's hard. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I've, you can definitely see people are experimenting, like uh, with Samsung having their their folding phones now, um, the, the flip and the, the which fold. I tried and it was terrible. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we're still in the innovation series, right? So it's as yeah. bad as those things are. It's always fun to watch. Okay, we're trying something different that hasn't been done before, and it, yeah. as much as it's not great, it's fascinating that we can even do that because ten years ago, right. like 
how the heck are you going to fold the screen without breaking it, right? So, right, yeah. Um, it, even like I know at CES they've had those. Uh, Samsung had their their roll up TVs, which is like the screen uh-huh. would just roll up and then roll back out again too. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I think uh, I, I don't know how much too, too much you know about the phone and uh, the new phones that come up. There's one that um, the creator that talked about called uh, the Nothing Phone, Nothing uh, Phone One. So uh, a company called OnePlus. Have you heard of them before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. OnePlus. Okay, so the the creator the uh, the creator who started OnePlus left and started his own company called Nothing, which is a hilarious okay. name for it. Uh, right. They just came up with a new phone uh, that's going to be released soon. There's videos on YouTube about it. But what I love about the phone is uh, we don't know much about specs or what it does, but um, the whole back of the phone is clear, so you can okay. see the moving parts. Uh, it has some cool like a design of LED layouts that kind of will will do different things depending on what you're doing on the phone. Um, there's like a, there's one bar at the bottom that will light up as you're charging the phone. You can too, use the entire back of the phone as a fill light if you're filming. Like it's, wow. they're taking what's already existing and not trying to make it new, but fresh in a way. So um, I think people are experimenting outside because out, there's only so much you can get a smartphone to do before it's, it's a slab of a glass and doing the same thing over right. and over again. It's finding new ways right. to make it fun. Um, so yeah. that's one uh, if I, I encourage you to check it out, it's really, it's really interesting. Yeah, uh, I will have to check people that out. are really, um, going to like that. I'm not sure if it's going to come to Canada or the U S at all, but, uh, right now it's just fun to look at. I think it's, it's, it's nice to see people trying something that's different, but, um, I, I really hope Apple brings back the touch ID on their phones in screen. Would be oh, great sure. Uh, I think one of my favorite things about Android is the in screen. They don't screen. have a touch ID. Not in the new phones. No. Oh, I mean, like, I think. This is a 12, but like, I don't use it like as my regular uh, driver. It's, it's just, it's just so, face ID. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Apple, Apple is just strictly face ID. I, it, I would be, I think That's eventually crazy. they'll bring it out underneath the screen, but they're very yeah. much, I think they're leaning on what they want face ID to be. But yeah. um, a lot of people are just like, no, we want touch ID. We miss it. Like yeah. that kind of thing. If, especially if it works so well on every other android it's like why not bring it back right, right. yeah i mean i used it on my my samsung like i yeah like, i used see, it on like my there, one plus, there it was right there yeah like, mine's the bottom little... there too right so it's oh, perfect yeah. um yeah. so yeah seeing those improve um i'd be nice to see i i eventually will i think right now the search position in your phone with your thumbprint um i i was just expect that in the future you could put your finger on anywhere on the the screen there and it would would unlock yeah, that would be awesome. Bad, right? So, yeah. Well, sure. yeah, because you could just saw me. I was like, eh, 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 where eh, is it? Eh, yeah. There it goes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Uh, and then in, uh, a camera's behind the screen. So, I think, is it the Z Fold that has? Or was the Fold. Yeah, that, the I tried fold. it. Yeah. It's not great. <laughs> not great. No, no, but again, but it'll get there. That, right. Yeah. The fact that we can try, we can already do something that works kind of well like that is really cool. So, because I think everyone's gotten used to the notches on, on their phones. Yeah. Um, but it'd be nice to move away from that. And there's, I mean, there's different innovations that I try. Like I know my OnePlus, I'll try to show you here on camera, but, um, yeah. like they put a selfie camera that comes out the top of the phone there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I love that. I don't think I've seen that before. Oh no. Yeah. So they do that. So it's, it's fun, but I the only down, that. the only worry with that too is like how long are these motors going to last that sort of thing too. Right. right so right. one more thing to break. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of the, the worry about it. But it'd be nice to I, I say eventually we'll get away from the notches. I just think um, yeah. I think we're trying to figure out a way to get around it. But uh, it was nice. It was funny because when the, when Apple came out with the first notch, everyone made fun of it. And then everyone started doing it at the same time. So, right. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, another thing I suspect, and we've saw with the Google, the Google Pixel, um, so Apple has their own chips they run in their phones. And that's one reason why Apple phones are so easy to recommend, uh, and even laptops these days too, because they make their own processors for the phones in the company itself. So everything works together as it should because it's made to work with Apple, right? Um, Google has just released the Google Pixel, which they they have now done the same thing where they released their own processor, their own chip. They built themselves in the Google Pixel. And I, I see more companies doing that because of when it comes to efficiency in the phone, by them doing that, they can make it do what it needs to do and not have, right. they can make it work better, best for the phone as, as best as it can. So I see yeah. a lot more companies doing that, which is going to put a lot of pressure on things like Intel, all that sort of stuff too, because they're not going to be needed as much. Yeah, Qualcomm. Um, so yeah. they're going to have to try to figure out better ways of uh, doing, getting around that too. And then I think the last thing I'm really excited for too, and, and, and worried for, I mean, the way that VR and AR is going, but uh, I oh, do sure. see that augmented reality becoming a huge thing with phones. Um, yeah. And augmented reality is just having the, uh, I can look through the camera and have things, like I can see real life, but have, uh, right. digital content as well layered on top of that too right almost like iron yeah. man in a way right right but so I you're buying furniture and you can like see it in the room you know yeah. i see before. that becoming a lot bigger even even than even uh, vr i know apple i think is working on their own version of their smart glasses google's done the google yeah. google glass in the past but um right. i do see that uh coming to the future and that way you'd be able to use your phone more than just on your watch watch or on your or the phone itself but in your glasses and every day too so that'll be interesting to see but i do see that coming sooner than later too which is kind of fun yeah from a tech support standpoint um i've been excited about that kind of stuff because i can you know as a like higher level tech mm -hmm. i can have a lower level tech go on site and guide them through something like you know with vr with you know, AR where I can be like, oh, okay, you need to like take that cable and plug it over here and everything like that. Yeah. Or even just like helping out a customer, you know, I could I can see what's going on in their in their area and I could be like, oh okay, this is what's broken. Yeah. Um so I I think that is a, a way that things are going for sure. Yeah, especially with with Facebook Facebook now becoming meta, that's their focus too, right? It's just be creating oh, for sure. you know a metaverse or augmented reality, virtual reality. So that stuff is being worked on heavily. And I think, uh, again, it's gonna be one of those things that's gonna be scary. Have you ever seen the movie Ready Player One? I was just gonna ask you yeah. the same exact thing. I'm like, it's like Ready Player One, are yeah. we there yet? <laughs> as fun as that that is, it's 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 scary at the same time. So uh, I think it's yeah. gonna be a shock for the world. It's just gonna be learning how to navigate it too, right? I don't know how extreme we're gonna get there, but. I'm excited to see how it happens, but it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting, but I'm expecting it. Yeah. I like, it doesn't seem when I saw that, I was like, that doesn't seem too far out in the future. Like no. that's like, that feels real close. Yeah. Like next decade, at least I, I would say. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. That'll be crazy. Um, so any other uh, things you wanted to talk about that um, about Android, iOS, anything? Uh, I just actually, I'd just be curious, you know, how did, how did your channel kind of, kind of, what was your journey into creating Oh, your sure. 
So um, my journey is kind of funny. I, um, I've been in IT for 20 years. So um, I've been an IT manager uh, supporting small businesses for a very long time. Um, and it was kind of similar to what happened with you. My friends would always ask me questions and, you know, hey, you know, I think my computer has a virus or whatever, whatever, whatever. And so I finally was like, okay, I'm starting a blog. Like, so, because I started out blogging. And so, I mean, my blog has been around since 2009. Um, and so start out there. I'm like, you know, I'll just, I'll answer all your questions. It'll be on the blog, you know, go check it out. So it, that's really how it started. And then just like the video content is, um, well, a, a lot easier for me to make, um, than like, you know, typing it out because then I have to like take pictures and like right. and all the things. And, um, and you know, people just aren't reading as much anymore. They're, you know, searching on YouTube. So, um, yeah. So I, I, I've kind of recently pivoted. I used to only upload to YouTube, like this channel has been around for a long time as well. Um, but I used to only upload a video that would be embedded in my blog post. So there's like no description in the video or anything. It's just like explaining something that I've just written about in the blog post. And so like the, my early videos are all just like, you know, no context. It's just like a video of like some piece of technology. And you're like, what is, even is this? But like, it's just because it was embedded into a blog post. Right. And okay. so, yeah. <laughs> so it's only like recently where I'm like, I think, um, I think YouTube is where, um, where the future is. So I, I write less blog posts now and I do more video content. Well, but. you seem to be doing well with it. So that's really great to watch, but it's, uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure to even to be on your show. I, I, when you reached out to me, I was super excited. My first time doing a collaboration, but I thought it'd be, you know, this is, this is perfect. I'm looking forward to this. So uh, I really appreciate yeah. your time. Yeah. It's been great. But I saw, um, I, I, I'm not frequently in, um, it was, the uh, I think from the video creators, uh, the Sean Cannell, um, yeah. Media, yeah, yeah, yeah. Think media, like a, a Facebook group. Yeah, um, DRA, I yeah. saw you, think, I was like, Oh, that one looks interesting. And I like, I checked out your channel, I was like, Oh my gosh, this channel is amazing. <laughs> and so, ever since then, I was like, I want to do something with that channel, you know, in the future sometime. And then I figured I'm gonna do these lives every Friday. And so, when I um, was looking for guests, I was like, Oh, I definitely got to get him on. Oh, yeah, you know, well, I, it's, it's I know I can't get Kevin too, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, I could. I there are ways of doing that. That's it's very difficult. Yeah, I'm <laughs> but, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, But so everybody definitely check out his channel. Um, I've got it linked in the description. So um, definitely, let's get him to a thousand subscribers for sure. Because <laughs> appreciate it. <laughs> like, like it's such a great channel. Like, oh my gosh, you should be way more up there. <laughs> it's the now, journey, so. you know. I just gotta be it patient. Is. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, I started my channel like in 2009. So you know. <laughs> Like, I, I think I, when I hit a thousand subscribers, I'm like, like, oh, look, I start a YouTube channel and then 10 years later, bam, I'm at a thousand subscribers. So yeah, everyone's totally get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. For sure. So, uh, but you'll get there for sure because you've got awesome content. I so. appreciate it. Thank you very much. <laughs> awesome. Well, it was so good to talk to you, Blake. If anybody has questions for Blake or questions for me, uh, you know, definitely drop it in the comments. Um, subscribe to my channel if you aren't already a subscriber. Definitely subscribe to Blake's channel um, and say hi to Kevin for us. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Blake. Have a good day. Right, you too. Take care. See you. Bye.